Chapter 4 Our Self is the Knowing Element in All Experience What is it that knows or is aware of our experience? Allow the question to take you from whatever you are aware of to that which knows or is aware. The suggestion that this question could take us to that which knows or is aware unintentionally implies that we are an entity and that which knows or is aware is something we can approach. We are awareness. We cannot be taken there. We cannot go there. I cannot go towards myself because I already am myself. So when we ask what it is that knows or is aware of our experience, it is we, as awareness, who cease directing our attention towards the objective content of our experience, thoughts, images, feelings, sensations and perceptions, and come back to ourself. We remember ourself. We become aware of ourself. In fact, we are always aware of ourself, for being aware is what we are, not what we do. Awareness shines at the very heart of everyone's experience, even if, in most cases, it is veiled by experience. Even when apparently veiled by the content of experience, awareness's knowledge of itself filters through experience as the sense of being myself. The sense of being myself is a mixture of our essential self and the qualities it derives from experience. It lies at the heart of all experience, pervading it intimately, irrespective of its content. Whatever we are thinking, feeling or perceiving, each of us is now having the experience of being myself. What is it that has the experience of being myself? Whatever it is, must itself be aware. If it were not, it would not be aware of the experience of being myself, or indeed any other experience. It is I, awareness, who have the experience of being myself. The experience of being myself is awareness's knowledge of itself. It is not a person's knowledge of their self, for a person is not itself aware. Only awareness is aware, and awareness is not an attribute of a person. A person is a collection of thoughts, images, feelings, sensations and perceptions. Each of these is an object of experience that we, awareness, are aware of. A thought is not aware, it is a thought. It does not have the subjective experience of being myself and therefore never calls itself I, likewise a feeling or perception. No object of experience can know its own existence. And yet each of us undoubtedly has the experience I am. Only that which knows itself has the experience I am. Only awareness knows itself and can therefore have the experience of being myself or I am. Only awareness knows its own existence. I is the name that anything that knows itself gives to itself. Therefore the name I 
or the knowledge I am, refers only to awareness's knowledge of itself. Our knowledge of ourself is awareness's knowledge of itself. Awareness's knowledge of itself is its primary knowledge. Just as the sun illuminates itself before anything else, so awareness is aware of itself before it is aware of any other thing. The sun does not have to make any effort to illuminate itself, but does so simply by being itself. Self-illumination is its nature. Illumination is what it is, not what it does. Likewise, awareness is effortlessly self-aware. Being aware of itself is its natural condition, not something it does from time to time. We awareness know ourself simply by being ourself. Most of the time, however, we are accustomed to directing our attention away from ourself towards the objective content of experience, and in the process we overlook or forget ourself. In order to know ourself, we must simply come back to ourself. This return to our being from the adventure of experience may seem, from the point of view of the person, to require an effort. But in fact it is the cessation or relaxation of an effort of which we were previously unaware. It is the relaxation of the tension in attention. In order to know that I am, the mind does not need to be in a particular condition. No special circumstances are necessary, nor is any preparation required. The knowledge I am is not sophisticated or mysterious. It is the most ordinary, intimate and familiar experience there is. Everybody can say from their own direct experience, I know that I am irrespective of the condition of their mind or body, or whatever is taking place in their environment. It is our experience that I am. I am refers to our knowledge of ourself before it is qualified by experience. Before we know that I am a man or a woman, of such and such an age, married or single, a mother, father or friend, before we know anything about ourselves. We simply know that I am. Before we know what I am, we know that I am. Everything we know about ourselves is added to the simple knowledge I am. If we feel that our self is not clearly known as it essentially is, it is not because we do not know it, but because we have forgotten or ignored it in favour of objective experience. We have become so accustomed to giving our love and attention to the content of experience that we have simply overlooked that which is closest and most familiar to us. To remedy this, we first make a distinction between the knower and the known, the experiencer and the experienced, the witness and the witnessed. Later on we will collapse this distinction, but for one who is lost in experience, who identifies with every passing thought, feeling, activity and relationship, it is first necessary to make the distinction. We are the knowing element in all changing knowledge and experience. All experience happens to us, 
is known by us or appears within us, but we are not any particular experience. I is the word that everybody uses to indicate that which knows or is aware of their experience. It is pure knowing or being aware. Pure knowing is knowing that has no objective content. Whatever it is that knows our thoughts is itself inherently free of all thoughts. Whatever it is that is aware of our feelings and sensations is itself prior to and independent of all feeling and sensation. Whatever it is that knows, sights, sounds, tastes, textures and smells is itself free of all seeing, hearing, touching, tasting and smelling. It is thus sometimes said to be empty. Empty in this context just means empty of objective content rather than a blank or void. It is empty of objects but full of pure knowing, full of awareness. This pure knowing, or empty awareness that we refer to as I, is our essential, irreducible self. Our self is said to be essential because it is that which cannot be removed from us. No thought, image, feeling, perception, activity or relationship is continuously present. Only the experience of being aware remains with us all the time. In fact, it does not remain with us as if it were one thing and we another. It is what we essentially are. Our self is said to be irreducible because we cannot go further back in our experience than being aware. All experience dissolves into being aware or awareness but awareness itself never dissolves into anything. Being aware or aware being is ever-present. No experience qualifies, conditions, changes, moves or harms it. There is never any more or less of it. It cannot be enhanced or diminished. It cannot grow old, tired, sick or lonely. It is always in the same pristine, ageless, thoughtless, feelingless, genderless condition. It is sometimes referred to as the unconditioned or original mind, the mind before it has been conditioned by experience. It is pure consciousness, consciousness without form or objective attributes. Its common name is simply I. In time it will become clear, if it is not already, that this knowledge of our own being its knowledge of itself, is not only the most profound knowledge that is possible, but also the most precious. It is the source of the peace and happiness for which we long above all else, and the foundation for the resolution of all conflicts. <laughs>